We said, Yom Kippur, you go without shoes. What about on Shabbos? Are you allowed to go through the water with your shoes? Maybe your shoes will fall off and you'll end up carrying them. Is there a chashash to walk through water with your shoes? I saw them walk through, and they walk through wearing their shoes. That's good. A minnow is a soft shoe, so it's pretty tight on the foot. Sandal, Michael. Remember, a sandal is a hard shoe. It slips off the foot very easily. Michael, remember, you let it walk through with us with a sandal. I saw walking through with a sandal through the water on Shabbos. And we pass like this. A sandal, a sandal, you know how to walk through because it's very loose. It could easily fall off. But a minnow is motor. He went to Hagrunda to the house of Abnasin. Raphim the Kula Rabbanan and Raphim and all the Rabbanan also Lepirka they came to the shear of the Reish Kalusa. Ravina Leos Ravina did not come. Raphim wanted to calm down the Reish Kalusa. The Ravina didn't show up to Shir. Reish Kalusa got very insulted. So he asked him, he asked Ravina, Why didn't you come to the Shir? My foot was hurting me. You should have put on shoes. Like regular shoes, like soft shoes. It was on like the top of the foot, which you wear shoes. It's very difficult. It rubs against it. It's... It hurts. So he didn't want to wear regular shoes. Okay, so you should put on a sandal, which is hard shoes. And that, it does not so tight. That won't hurt you. There was a, a stream on the way. I can't walk through the stream with my sandals. You should have put them on and walked through. Rab Mar says, you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to walk with a sandal on, on Shabbos. So that's why he didn't walk through it. Let's go a drop further because we don't want to fall behind this week. Tani Yehuda Bar Gregus, also Leishiv Agabetina Bemekipurim. You're now to sit on soft, on wet tit on Yom Kippur because it's going to get you wet. We're talking about that it's wet because or else there's no Iser. It's wet enough to make something else wet. That is an Iser to wear, to put, to, to do on Yom Kippur. You let it cool yourself off with fruit in an American conditioning in those days. So they used to use fruit to cool him off. He used to use a gourd to cool himself off. He used to use a child to cool himself off. Rava used to use a Go a silver clee, which is also cold, to cool himself off. Again, this is not liquid, so there's no issue to use it. If it's a full cup, it's also because you might spill it on yourself when you're cooling yourself off. But if it's not full, even if it's a little bit of water in there, it's fine as long as you don't touch the water. If it's made out of like cheres, so then even if it's not a full cup, it's still aser. Because the water goes through the, the sometimes you get some dampness going through the walls. Adamela, it's Aser. That's what Rev, uh, that's what Rev, Rev Papa said. Rav, they changed the gifts over here. Rev Ashi Amar, 
kasa the kaspa chaser nami aser a silver kais even if it's not a full cup is aser mishum dim is dive because it is slippery and a mailer were afraid that you're going to drop the kais all over you think your kids are the only one that dropped the soda on your pants in those days everybody did so mail if you're going to have the silver cup even if it's only partially full you might drop it on yourself and a mailer you're going to make make yourself wet and then you're going to be over on the iser and therefore on him kipper you're not allowed to even cool yourself off as long as there's any water in the silver cup you know I'll cool yourself off because you might get yourself wet this individual was the host of Rav Ami Rav Asi Levi and all the Rabbanon that lived in Kisaria the son of a lion ta I'm going to tell you something chashiv that your father used to do regarding Yom Kippur. Mitpachas hayaloi berav Yom Kippur. He had like a towel on erav Yom Kippur. Vishayre oisa b'mayim. He would soak it in water. Vaisa oisa kimin kalem neguvim. Then he would dry it up so it shouldn't, shouldn't be so wet. It should be, he would like squeeze it out. It shouldn't be so wet. So the next day, it was already even drier. That wasn't considered a problem of Rechitzon Yom Kippur. And he's able to be Mekaneach with this towel. That's what he did in Erev Yom Kippur. Erev Tishabov. On Erev Tishabov, Shere Sebamayim, he would soak it in water. And the next day, he would wipe it over his eyes. It doesn't say he would wipe it on pun of Yad of Yaglov. It would say he only, it says he only wiped it on his eyes. Yesh Lai and what the Pshad is. Maybe he felt because of covered Yom Tev on Yom Kippur, he wiped pun of Yad of Yaglov too. But Akapadam on Tishabov, he only wiped Agabe Enav. The Chain, Kiyosa Rabbi Barmari, when Rabbi Barmari came on where he said, Be'arev Tishabav and Vionloi, Mitpachas, they would bring him a towel, Vishayra Isa, Bimayim, he would soak it in water, Umani Chatachas Mashaysav, he would put it under his pillow. So again, he doesn't say he squeezed it out, he soaked it in water. And the next day, he would wipe Panavyad Vyaglav, this is Erev Tishabav. See here it does say, we're holding Ayin Ches Amad Aleph, seven lines up from the bottom. They would bring him a towel, he would soak it in water, and he would dry it out. We'll see in a minute why in Erev Yom Kippur there's a din that you have to dry it, you have to squeeze it out before Yom Kippur, but that was the halacha. And the next day he wiped, he wiped it on his eyes. So he said, similar to the story before, just was a difference between Panivad Vyaglav and Enav, but the concept was the same that on Erevim Kippur he squeezed it out, and on Erev Tishabav he did not squeeze it out. You told us the story with the opposite. That means on Erev Tishabav he did squeeze it out, on Erevim Kippur he did not squeeze it out. And we asked you, Akasha. That is a problem of schit. That is a very important halacha in Ilchas Tishabav and Ilchas Shabbos and Ilchas Yom Kippur that there is an iser to squeeze out something on Shabbos. It's an iser deraisa to squeeze on Shabbos. So therefore, you have to make sure to squeeze it out from Erevim Kippur. So when it comes in Kippur, when you wipe off your face, there shouldn't be a problem of schita. And therefore, on Tishabav, there's no problem of schita. So on Erevim Kippur, he made sure to squeeze it out. On Erev Tishabav, he made sure he doesn't have to squeeze it out. But according to the Lushen, that it was the opposite, 
<coughs> that on Erev Tishabav he squeezed it on Erev Kippur, he did not. So the Gemara says then he asked the Kasha of Schita because Lachaya, this should be a problem of Schita. Amr Menashe Bar Tachlifa, Amr of Amr Amr Abar Barchana, Shalos Abalazar Azakain, Shalos Abalazar. They asked Abalazar Shah like this. Zokain v'yoshe b'yeshiva tzarech lito rishos lehater b'chayris ayeg nitzarech. It's very interesting halacha that there used to be mater b'chayr when a b'chayr got a mom. There would be there was a, they used to go to a certain pesik to be mater it, and there used to be makbid that the reish galusa should give rishos to the person that had to be mater b'chayr. They wanted to keep the chashivas of the nasi or the reish galusa in bavel. Hakapadim they had to get rishos. To be able to be mater b'chayr. So the question was: A person's a zakein and he's yeshiv yeshiva. Does he still have to get rishos to be mater b'chayr? So do we say because of his prestigious position, he doesn't need to get rishos? That was the shail. The Gemara is going to speak it out. Ayi chesem and all of six lines up from the bottom. My kind barely. What's the shail? Hachi kind barely. Who ki hada amar avidi beravin. Davar zeh nicho lahem lebein nesia kadeilis gader. But they left this thing for the nasi. In, in Eretz Yisrael, to have, to be misguided by, to have a chashivas in him, that they have to give a shos, to imate b'chayris, tzarech lita b'shos, do you have to get a shos from the nasi, aydom l'kim in the zakin v'yashim yeshiva, ain't tzarech, maybe since he's a zakin, and he's yeshim yeshiva, he does not have to get a shos, amad av tzadik bar chaluka, ben chaluka, raglov, he stood on his feet. V'amar ani ra'isi es habyesi ben zimra aisar beisim ben zimra shazakin v'yeshi b'yeshiva hava. He was a zakin v'yeshi b'yeshiva v'amad l'mala mizik neshalzeh. He was higher than the zakin that we have in today's generation. He was a very high. He was much more chashiv than the nasi. The 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 the, the zakin of the nasi that we have in our generation. Bekitzer, he was a very chashiv individual. He was more chashiv, tremendously more chashiv than even the zakin of our nasi. And he still took rishos from the nasi to be matter b'chayris. So meila, that's we we pass, and you should still get rishos even if you're a zakin. should be yeshiva. That wasn't the story. This was a story. This was the Shiloh. Halacha said, Halacha was that Kayahanim were chashed that they're going to make a mum in a Bechar. Because when a Kayan had a Bechar, it was basically he had to sit and wait till the Bechar had, had got a mum in order for him to eat it. And therefore he had to leave the Bechar for a very long time until it actually got a mum. And it was a pain in the neck. So the Kayanim used to play shtick and they used to make a mum in the Bechar. So the Kayanim were chashed to make a mum in the Bechar. So the question was, does a Kayan have an amonis to be made that this Bechar did not, you're not allowed to make a mum. The mum has to come by itself. Does a, does a Kayan have an amonis to say that this, this mum came by itself? Or do we say, because he's a Kayan and he's chashed, he's not believed. That was the Shal. This is the way he quotes the Shaila with Habyasi ben Zimra. Vachi coming by it Halacha karameir, do we pass like a mayor to Omar? Hachoshid bedavar, someone that's choshid on something. Loidonai, filaymi idai, he's now at a pask in it in a dintaira, and he's now saying this about it. Oidoma alacha kepshim gamliel to Omar, nemanu al shochaveiroi, vein nemanu alatzmai, maybe we pass like a shim gamliel, that you're not nemanu for your own bachar, obviously, because we're choshid that because you're going to gain money, you don't want to have to feed this bachar for the unforeseeable future, you want to be able to get rid of it. So, Mela, we think that you're choshid to make a bachar. 
It's all on your own. You for sure not Nehman. The question is, are you Nehman? Al Shel Chaviyah. Rabbi Shimon holds you are. So the Shaila was, how do we paskin? Who pashalei halacha? Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. And he pa- and he was paschid that the halacha is like Rabbi Shimon Gamliel that you are you are Nehman to say this about somebody else's bechar, but you're not Nehman to say this about your own bechar. <coughs> And now the Gemara has a fascinating Shaila. Everybody knows that on Tishabov and on Yom Kippur, you're not allowed to wear leather shoes. Where in the world did you get that from? Where does the Gemara say you're not allowed to wear leather shoes? You could wear the most comfortable shoes that are not leather? No problem. Where in the world did we get that from? So it's really, the truth is, it's not so clear where this din comes from. Let's see the Gemara, and we'll see if we can pass in the din based on the Gemara. The Gemara says like this. Mayula to go out on Yom Kippur and Tishabov with a sandal shel sham, a crack. No, a sandal made out of material like plant kind of material. Sham is like a plant, it's like a leafy material. Mayula to walk out with a leafy material, uh, with a shoe made out of a leafy material on Yom Kippur. He went out with his sandal on him kipper. I asked him a tiny tibur. I asked him what halacha with a tiny tibur. He said the halacha is the same. You're allowed to walk out with a sandal shalsham on him kipper on, on a tiny tibur. In those days, they had a tiny tibur. But as Hashem, we're going to learn. We're going to know Masechus Tainis in Yerushalayim, Kadesh. And we're going to see that there was something called a Tainis Tiber, which was the equivalent of Yom Kippur, of Tishabov in certain senses, because they had a very serious situation with the rain. And the they made a Tainis Tiber, they didn't wear shoes. And therefore, the Shiloh was, what's the halacha Tainis Tiber? And he said, the same halacha applies. Huh? Because maybe it's more chamer because of the seriousness of the matziv. Maybe Chazal wanted to make a blanket iser that even a sandal shulsham should be asked. says it's not different, but that's what, that was his havmid. Amir Abba Bechana Nevi Yisrael Sabalaz of Dimin Ninveh, I Sabalaz of from Ninveh, Shayat Sabal Sandal Shulsham, Betainis Tiber. He went out with a Tainis Tiber, Vamina Levi Yamikipur Mai. I asked him, what about Yim Kippur? Amalai Leishna. So we get to Yim Kippur and a Tainis Tiber. You're allowed to go out with this sandal shulsham. Rabbi Yehuda Nafak b'dehitni, which is a kind of sham. Abaya Nafak b'dehutzi, which is a kind of like made out of lulavim. Rava Nafak b'divli, which is like a grass kind of foot, a kind of shoe. Rabbi Ravuna Karach Sudra Kari v'Nafik, he wrapped a cloth around his foot and he went out with a cloth. So these are different amirim that went out with different kinds of shoes. As long as they weren't regular shoes, it was mutter. Hakita, we had this in Shabbos. Hakita, Hakita is someone that Achman al lost his foot. So he used to have a wooden uh, shoe that he would wear. So Allah is Hakita is allowed to go out with his calf, with his wooden fake foot. It was a wooden fake foot, like a wooden shoe. He's allowed to go out with his, with his calf. We're holding Ayin Chesna Beis, seven lines down from the top. 
That's how Meir says the Kita is allowed to go out with his calf. For and Abiyasi says he's not. So it's a machlaikis on Shabbos if he's allowed to go out with his calf on Shabbos. Fitani Allah and the Brahsa says Vishavin Shaasir Lots is by Everybody agrees that you're not go out with it on Yom Kippur. So what do you see? You're not to go out with a wooden shoe on Yom Kippur. So this is a serious problem. Lachaya, how you let to wear Crocs on Yom Kippur and on Tishabov? Lachaya, the Gemara seems to say that a wooden shoe is also on Yom Kippur. We're talking about that there are pieces of cloth. And there's a problem of enjoyment. You're not allowed to do something that's enjoyable. And that's the problem. That's what the Gemara thought. If it's not considered a shoe, because it has this cloth in it, it makes it into a clee, makes it into a shoe. That's cash number one. It doesn't make sense that cloth should make it asr. Is there an iser of tanugim to do a tainug on Yom Kippur? There is no iser of a tainug on Yom Kippur. The iser is only to do to wear a shoe. What's the raya? The Rabbi Ravuna have a karach sudra karev inafik. Rabbi Ravuna walked out with a piece of cloth on his foot, very enjoyable, very gishmak, and he used to walk with that, no problem. So the chayy, you see, tainig is enjoyable. The oid, another kashem, the katani seifa, im yeshle base kibok sisantame. The seifa says, if this calf has a place to hold pieces of cloth, it's Tameh. Mechlal the Reisha lav, but it's like Sisin Askin. And obviously the Reisha is talking about where there's no Malkim for Sisin. So we have a problem. We see that a calf is also to wear on Yom Kippur, even though it's only a wooden shoe. And the Bryce says that calf is also to wear on Yom Kippur. And it, so we have a Kasha. Chay Yisri it's Everybody holds a calf is considered a shoe. So the kids are a wooden shoe is Osir on Yom Kippur. Ubi Shabbos Bahapligi, the Machlaikis is on Shabbos. What's the Machlaikis? Marasavar Gazrinan, Toba Mishtab Mitvahasi, La Suyadad Amis. One Shita, Reb Meir, eh, Reb Yaisi is afraid that it's going to slip off your foot and he's going to carry it on Shabbos. So therefore he says, Aikita is now to walk out with a wooden foot on Shabbos. Umarasavar Gazrinan, but Reb Meir says, You are not Gazer. This is the end of the Gemara. So if you would look at this Gemara, and someone would ask you, are you allowed to wear cracks on Yom Kippur or on Tisha B'av? What would be your psak? It's not for the Gemara, you're not allowed to. Gemara seems to say, you're not allowed to. And that's how Rashi seems to learn the Gemara. And the Bach holds like that, and the Vilna holds like that, and that's the Vilna was very makbid not to wear shoes doesn't meaning we have a problem. Why is wood aser and sham is mutter? The answer is because sham is very soft and you feel the bottom of the whatever you're walking on, so therefore it's mutter. But a wooden shoe, you don't feel it. So if you have to talk about cracks or something else, or sneer, yom kippur sneakers, they're going to be aser according to these achrayim, according to the bach, according to the guy who was very makbid, he would wear rubbers or something like that, which is the equivalent of sham. You feel every rock that you walk on. That's, that seems to be the Maskanasa Gemara from this Gemara. Pretty clear in the Gemara. If you learn the Gemara Kapshute, it seems to be pretty clear that a wooden shoe is Asr, and there's no reason in the world why cracks or sneakers without leather should he mutter on Yom Kippur. So where does the Minigayalim come from? The Minigayalim comes from the Yishayim. Other Yishayim speak out that the Kav 
was talking about that it had leather in it. And because it had leather in it, that's why it's considered a shoe. So those who shed him learn that the difference between shoes that you are allowed to wear and shoes that you're not allowed to wear is a shoe that has leather, you're not allowed to wear. And a shoe that doesn't have leather, you are allowed to wear. And that's the minigailam comes from those who shine him. But it's really not mefurish in the Gemara. And if you ask somebody, how do you know you're not allowed to wear leather shoes? Of course, the Mishnah says, Nihilus Asandal is also on the Kippur. It doesn't say anything about shoe. It doesn't mean anything about leather. In the Mishnah, doesn't say anything about leather in the Gemara. The Rishonim speak it out. It's an amazing thing. Such a Dover Pasha that everybody assumes is a Dover Pasha is not really so Pasha. See, if you go in there, it's a show. In America, it's not so common. In there, it's a show. People are very mocked. You see many people walking around with sacks or with rubbers or something like that on Yom Kippur. And the reason why they're doing that is not because they enjoy wearing sacks. The reason why they do that is because there's a very strong tzad. They've only in, in, in Yom Kippur in, in Eretz Yisrael to do the Minigagra. They've only going with very mocked on this. And therefore, if you see a guy in Eretz Yisrael walking around with sacks or with rubbers on Tisha B'Av Yom Kippur, you'll know the reason because you learned the Bach it comes from the Bach. The Bach learns the Gemara Kipshutai, and Rashi seems to learn like that, that there's an Isser, as long as it doesn't, the only heter is, if it doesn't protect the foot. If it protects the foot, it's considered like a regular shoe, and you're now allowed to wear it on Yom Kippur. So Rabbi said, this is something that makes you into a Tamil Chacham. You walk out in the street, and go for her, somebody, Mashiach, what's Kedai to come today? It's Kedai. You walk out in the street, and you, you tell somebody like this, and you'll see, if he looks at you like a deer in headlights, you'll know he slept through, because it was a day after Shavas Mithamas, he was very and merely he couldn't come. He was the highness. And if not, you'll see that he was someone that was master to the Rabbi Shalom's Torah. And he did come. And therefore he knows the halacha that according to many achrenim, you're not allowed to wear a son. But where are minigas to wear it? Just interesting to know the, that the many, many achrenim learn from this Gemara that you're not allowed to wear cracks on Yom Kippur. Now, it doesn't have to be dafka socks. My father, Zacharivacha, used to wear like these very, if it's very thin sole, that's also the equivalent. You have, you have sometimes these slippers that are very, very thin sole that basically also you feel every rock. That's also fine. The point is sneakers and cracks, which you basically, people, some people walk around with cracks all day, right? That's considered a full-fledged shoe, according to the Von Lagain and the Bach, and therefore, but you're not to be but on it, but it's just interesting to see that the Gemara is really, really not clear regarding the Sugi. The Von Lagain's Mahalach was always to learn straight from the Gemara. If you read the Gemara Kipshutai, it sounds very, very, it's very, very, we can't say Dacha, because the Rishon like that, but the Gemara Kipshutai sounds that a wooden shoe is a problem. That's pretty clear in the Gemara. That's what the Von Lagain learns, but I can put in most Rishon and Lina like that, and that's what the Olam is making on it. Tanah is allowed to do all the inuyim on Yom Kippur. There's no iser of inuyim on Yom Kippur for a tinaik. Chutz, meaning Yilisa Sandal, that's what we do. We do Gara Rechitza too. But Akbar Yilisa Sandal, you don't, you, uh, you um, don't make sure a cotton does not wear shoes on Yom Kippur. So today, they Baruch Hashem have Crocs and Flofers, so you got no problem. They don't wear shoes anyway, so there's no problem. But in those days, it wasn't like that. So a tinik is motor and everything besides Neil Sasando. They would say that somebody else put it on him. I mean, even a Tinaik, that's let's say Higiel Achinach. So they'll say somebody else did it for him, and therefore it's Mutter. They're also going to say that other people did it for him, and immediately he wasn't over the Isser. So Nachamol, I skipped a lot. The Gemara said like this: Why is not really a katan is mutter? There's nothing wrong with a katan doing an iser, right? 
besides the Isra of Chinuch, but there's nothing wrong. A katan is not mechoyev in mitzvahs. So what's wrong with a katan wearing shoes? The answer is that they're afraid that the Amri, we'll go back in line. People are going to see a katan wearing shoes and they're going to think the reason why he's wearing shoes is because somebody else did it for him. And there's a lot of Rashi says, of loisachi, you're not allowed to feed a katan, a dover aser. So the reason why a katan is not allowed to wear shoes is because everybody's going to say that somebody else put it on him. And there's an iser, deiraisa, for somebody else to put on, to do to be an iser for a katan. So that's why shoes are aser. Fatimar hanachlami, army and shiavdule. Fatimar, so why is it mater bachila, ubishtiyar bechitza? They're going to see the katan has freshly washed face. He's going to look very clean. So they're going to say, somebody did it for him. And they're going to think the guy was Aver Nisser. So why is Rechitza Mutter and Sichel Mutter for a Katan? The people are going to think that somebody else did it for him. It should be Yasser. So tomorrow, no. They're going to think that they did it from yesterday before the kid went to sleep before the night. So they washed his face before Yom Kippur. And Emele was mutter. So Fratik Gemara's shoes also. Listen to this halacha. People don't know what did. Listen to this halacha. Fratik Gemara, L'chayah sandal nami, Emer me'as malavdile. Maybe shoes also. Maybe they put on the shoes from yesterday and they put him to sleep with his shoes. How do you know? He was Aver and Issa. Someone was Aver and and put on the shoes in Yom Kippur. Maybe they put on the shoes from Erev Yom Kippur. A sandal you cannot put on from yesterday. A person that wants to taste the taste of Misa, he's to put on his shoes and go to sleep. Very interesting, Allah. A person should not wear shoes when he goes to sleep. It gives a person a taste of Misa. There's a very interesting correlation between shoes and and Misa, we see by Chalitza, we see the concept of you, you, they take off a shoe. Very interesting thing, when a person is on his nifter, his shoes are also, the minig is not to use his shoes. They throw out his shoes. Very interesting minig. All the shoes, a person of Chmoltzana, my father, when it was nifter, they threw out all his shoes. It's a halacha and shoes. And the one this is because a goof is comparable to a now and a mela, that's the reason why they threw out the nifter's shoes. So when a person goes to sleep with his shoes, and sleep is a little bit like Misa, a mela, a person tastes a time of Misa. And therefore a person should take off his shoes before he goes to sleep. So therefore, it's not Mistaver that they put the cotton to sleep with his shoes. So everybody's going to know that they put on the shoes today. And that's the reason why a cotton is also, is also to wear shoes, but everything else is mutter. The Mishnah, the Gemara says, you're allowed to do it lechatechila. You're allowed to wash a cotton's face. You're allowed to give a cotton food. So you can't tell me that the reason is because people are going to think you did it yesterday. That's not this far. It sounds like it's more to do it lechatechila today. So obviously that's not the reason. Things that are not so necessary, the Rabbanan made exer, meaning shoes, big deal. He won't wear shoes. How many kids do you see running around in the street without shoes anyway, right? Everyone, your wife is always trying to get your kid to put on their shoes. It's a big deal. He won't wear shoes. It's not such a tzayrach for a cotton to wear shoes, and therefore we see a cotton's allowed to not wear shoes. But, the meaning, we say a cotton is mechoyev not to wear shoes on Yom Kippur because not just a tzayich, but rechitza and sicha and all these other kind of things, which is a much bigger tzayich for a cotton, we're mekel for a cotton to 
that, that the cotton's allowed to do it because we're not mechayev a cotton to do these kind of things. Again, we're Pasha's talking about a cotton. Shaloi gilechenach, big tumul in the place came, but a cotton shegilechenach, we are makbadan, but a kibikitsa cotton shaloi gilechenach, the other inuyim are not negea because it's revisayo, it's things that are tsarichaya cotton, and therefore we're not makbadan. Dhamr Abaya Abaya said, Amrali aim, my mother told me. Who is Abaya's mother? A nurse. Abaya did not have a mother. Abaya's mother and father were nifter. Abaya was raised by his uncle Rabba. But whenever he said Amrali aim, he meant his nurse. His nurse used to raise him and his nurse used to tell him things. So his nurse told him, Revisi the Anuka, to raise a child. Listen to this, Abaya said, A in To raise a child, you need Maya Chamimi, hot water, Umishcha. And oil. That's how you put on a, a young child. Gadol Porta, he goes a little bit. You give him eggs with kutach. That's healthy for a child. Gadol Porta, he goes a little bit more. Tevure mana. You give him pieces of charas to break. The reason why kids break things today is because they have nothing to break. When we were kids, there were things to break in the street. Today, everything has to be neat, and your kid only has to have certain things. Then you wonder why the kids go running and throw water balloons at cars. Kids are supposed to break things. That's what kids are raised for. And if we try to be smarter than chinuch, then we get our kids going around and doing things. And we wonder, hey, why are they doing that? Because a kid needs something to enjoy. If he only has his playground and he can't get his carpet dirty, then you're going to have a kid that's going to run around like a wild animal. That's the Matthias. But like a bun of a person allows a child to break things, maybe that's where Lego comes from, and like a bun of you allow a child to build things and break things, that's how you raise a child properly. I guess did it for Abaya too, because Abaya was raised in Rabbi's house. He gave him pieces of charis to smash. At a male, if you want your kid to have proper chinuch, give him something to smash, and then he'll be able to get out that chuna in him, and he won't smash water balloons on your car. And also, it's not so good if a kid rats. Nothing's going to happen to your car if a kid throws a water balloon at your car. Contrary to popular belief, your car will still run even if they throw it at you. Nothing will happen. So you just stop for a second. No, I'm not, I'm not condoning it. I'm not condoning it. It's not a good thing to do. I'm just saying it's uh, everything with good measure. The best Hashem, they're on top of it, and it won't. Hopefully, it won't be happening anymore. But we have to just understand where it's coming from. Hamelech veAkala yirchetu es pneim. A melech and a kala is allowed to wash their face. Masnin sinmani abchananya ben tradin. He. The reason why they do it is for that reason. Yeah, of course. It's danger. I'm not, I'm not minimizing a danger. I'm just telling you what the lumbers come from. Kids enjoy destruction. That's what they, they want. They, if we don't allow them to use that in other areas, they're going to use it in areas that we don't want them to use it in. Zatu Gemara. Our mission is going like Chanani ben Trajan. Titania Amelach veAkala lo yirchetu es panehem. Amelach and Akala should not wash their face. Chanani ben Trajan, name of Mishnah of Lazer. Amelach veAkala yirchetu es panehem. They should wash their face. They're allowed to wash their face, but they should really. Hachaya lo yitnalas asandol. Tanakama says, Chanani ben Trajan, name of Mishnah of Lazer. Hachaya yitnalas asandol. He's allowed to. So our mission is going like Chanani ben Trajan. My time of Melech, why is a Melech allowed to wash his face? Mishum Dechsev, Melech, Beyofyei, Techazeno Einecha. You should see a Melech with his beauty. In order that she shouldn't become disgusting on her husband, so Melech, she should wash her face. 
Rav told his uncle Rav Kala at Kama. How long is he considered a Kala? Is she considered a Kala? You don't hold back Tachshitim from a Kala for 30 days. So for 30 days, she's considered a Kala. Hachaya Tinnelis has sound the wise Hachaya let her wear shoes. Mishim Tzina because of the cold. Amar Shmuel Imachma Sakonas Akrov Mutter. If it's a Sakon of an Akrov, so then it's Mutter. So Mela, then it's Mutter. Everyone's allowed to wear shoes if there's a Chashash of an Akrov. So if Crocs are Mutter and if Yim Kippur's shoes are Mutter, so why do you have to wear shoes? Just wear uh, Kita. Just wear wooden shoes. It will protect you from the cold. It will protect you from the, uh, the, the, the Akrov. Why do you have to wear shoes? Good Shiloh. It sounds like from this Gemara also that there's no heter to wear full-fledged shoes. The heter is only to wear shvacha shoes. So if you're wearing shvacha shoes, it's not going to protect the person from an akrav. It's not going to protect the person from the cold. But akapadim, yesh lion, the mice and the minigarlam is to wear yim kipper and tishabav shoes. But it's very interesting that the Gemara is really, really not so clear, this concept.